This is Rob Bass, and you're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. We're here to ask you to head over to Patreon and show us some support. If you've ever dreamed of unlocking the Rob Bass Nude Photo Archive, or if you've been wanting to sponsor the official GeekCast Live Pony, go to Patreon and pledge accordingly. That's patreon.com slash geekcastlive. Cartoon Joe here. If you enjoy what we do and you'd like us to do more of it, please be sure to like and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. And be sure to leave us a five-star review. Apparently that stuff matters, and we've been not paying attention to it for the past four years. So give us five stars today. Thanks. If you want to get in contact with us outside of the show, be sure to check us out at GeekCast Live on the Facebook machine or check us out on Twitter at GeekCast Live. Nico here, looking for more great content. Just a reminder to check out our good buddies over at waywardraven.com for cool gear, novelties, fun stuff. Check them out. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard for 15% off your order. Check them out at waywardraven.com. If you Player want one some coffee. really good coffee. Whoa. Roasted coffee. by gamers for gamers. Oh, Get yourself some Player One coffee at playeronecoffee.com. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. Geekcast Live. And get yourself a certain amount of money off on First Person Smoother. Check them out at at playeronecoffee.com. It's God's gift to gamers. Previously on GeekCast Live. The best 38 minutes of my day, and then I'm (laughs) passing out face first in the floor. Fair. It's a trap! Is this heaven? No, this is Iowa. The GeekCast Live Podcast. There you go. I'm your host, GCR. And with me, as always, Rob Bass, Shoeless Joe Jackson, and Regular Shoed Joe. (laughs) I've been watching Field of Dreams, in case no one knows that. One of two things you're allowed to cry at. Mm -hmm. Yep. The other one, Uh, one, funerals? the The Grand Canyon. Mm. Yep. Good Deadpool references. I once watched my dad uh, verbally eviscerate a guy at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> For uh, what? Did, go on. They, uh, when you were at, it was like one of those like viewing decks, you know, where like it's a, it's like a shoddy Arizona railing. Mm-hmm. And then, and then like, <laughs> Like show title, show title, by the way. The Arizona and then, and then a thousand I foot like drop. It could be right. a double entendre. Well, <laughs> this, this guy picked up like his four year old daughter and like, held her oh. over like, like Michael like, Jackson did? blanket. Oh, yeah. yikes. And, and dad, uh, dad waited until. Like it was like, hey, look, there's the edge, and then he, the, the guy set it back down, and Dad went fucking ham on the guy. Rightfully yes. so. Stupid that's, motherfucker! That's this and oh, yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah because like that was the day that kid's daughter learned to swear. 
that kid. Sometimes, daughter. sometimes you got to cuss a man. I mean, that's just that's just the yeah. truth of it. Yeah, sometimes you got to yell at a guy. Sometimes it's just word salad, right? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you got to cuss a man. Cuss him good. So, uh, uh, one th- before we get to last week's homework, which is the crux of the whole show, I, I have to cover. I have to cover something, and I got to preface it by saying that, um, uh, Schneel, if if you're listening. Uh, uh, c- congratulations on on uh, on being on the docket for the gathering. Uh, not not my thing, but uh, I've always supported you. Possibly Joe's thing. Rock and it's, roll. It's a little Joe's, bit Joe's thing. Joe is always Joe's about three quarter juggalo. So, <laughs> uh, I, on I his never, on his mother's side. It's kind ironically. Of, for those of you who don't know about the gathering, there's. It's a. It's basically. It's. It's like. It's a. It's a music festival. I thought it was that uh, stupid card game. Close. That's magic. That's magic. <laughs> I mm-hmm. think you're actually pretty close. But so. oh, is there's a different um, festival? You are very close. Different there's, festival of mouth breathers. There's. 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 Uh, there's comedians. There's. Uh, no, hold on. Uh, it's, let me. Let me just. Let's. Let's back that up a second. There's no comedians there. Well, there's actually a uh, there's actually a, uh, on their website there's actually this says comedians. Oh, it says coming soon. Never yeah, there's no. <laughs> but just because they're clowns doesn't make them funny, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but I have to, funny, I have to, funny like what? Like a funny like a clown? So I'm, I'm going through I'm going through the acts that will be there. And there's I a lot. There is a lot of hacks that are going to be there. There's no doubt. At the Fucking big lot top, of hacks. The lineup for the big top stage. Okay, this is the uh, this is the main. I can. Did you just did you just make a pun? Did you just make a pun there? <laughs> this is the main stage. <laughs> or okay, that I was funny to, if you did. They have a picture of the guy, his name, and then they have like a you know like a little blurb about the music, you know about the about the the artist, right? Sure, sure, sure. So if you could please give me a soapbox to read you the official. Blurb about anybody killer, please. Oh boy, go on. Okay, here. I don't this, allow it. And Rob, I want, Rob is pre yawning. Yeah, please, please know I have not made up one word. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm already anticipating. I'm already giggling. The, the blurb for anybody killer. A brisk wind flows through the dark woods as thunder clouds, flickering with lightning, churn overhead. In the distance, the bale of a lone wolf seems ethereal, as if emanating from another plan of existence. Plain. He moves quickly, embodying his totem animal spirit that empower his strength, strength and agility. He grips his hatchet in hand as he coolly eyes his prey, who stands unaware of his presence. Then suddenly he strikes with the ferocity of a bear, shredding his target with ease as yet another MC falls at the native warrior's feet. Like a ghost, he vanishes back into the brush with but a whisper as the wolf once again gives a low howl, as if in recognition... Of a worthy kill. <laughs> Is his spirit uh, animal a bear or a wolf? I I'm confused. Know. I didn't. I know I shouldn't be surprised, but I didn't know they had an all bass guitar act. 
<laughs> was that Stephanie Meyer's rendition of The Last of the Mohicans? Is that what you just read to me? <laughs> yes, yeah. it might have been. All right, here's here's another one. Yeah, no, you're no, you're I'm, done. No, you're no, done for a minute. No, I cannot be done. You must. I can't make this shit up. <laughs> what was it advertising? That was there was that nothing was, there but bad beat poetry. That was the uh, that was to get you hyped and get you ready for uh, the act. It's, anybody killer? Don't you want to see anybody killer now? I do. Does not. anybody? I can't even say it in a non hysterical voice. I I kind of want to take this opportunity to, to to Google this fella. Continue while I Here's, while I do so. Allow me to read you the blurb for main stage act Big Hoodoo. Oh shit! It is Ooh. a Native American rapper. From or so says void, his Wikipedia. Your from ass the void hurts. of shadows on a cold moonless night, he emerges like an arcane phantom with vile energy pulsating from his clutched fingers. Oh god! His eyes is... glow with crimson fury that leave dissipating trails <sighs> of red mist as he quickly floats towards you. As an otherworldly chill seems to ebb at your life, you attempt to run but realize. You are completely immobilized, not even able to open your mouth to scream. Come take a horrific journey with psychopaths, psychopathic's own master voodoo practitioner into a world of terror, necromancy, and the occult as you fall into a musically induced trance brought on by earth-shaking bass and pure magic. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pure Michigan, I, but you, you missed that oh, last word. That's right. I, I, mis, <laughs> yeah. I misread the last word. Yeah, yeah you were right there. <laughs> and, and who is that for? Hey, Lens. I need to hear you. Lens. <laughs> ah. This is, uh, it's like they said, hey, uh, write, write your idea of a perfect opening to one of the uh, ICP CDs. <laughs> the, the act CKY their blurbs the first sentence I'm not going to read their whole thing but the first sentence is flip a shopping cart over a rooftop as it goes into a million pieces as you do the worm on top of the embers of reckless destruction for the fuck of it winner hey. uh, Rob, <laughs> winner oh, I will put a dollar on their Patreon page oh I do I go what, to some weird ones. What are the descriptions for those for those shows like? Is it anything like this? Uh, oftentimes, they give you the lineup with the artist's name, <laughs> and and oh, that's the it. Introduced and then something about tempering a wildebeest. No, no, uh, they just let you know fire. who's playing and on what stage. That sounds like, dull. Oh, that sounds like a travesty. Oh, apparently, when I didn't base. realize the Juggalos were setting such a high bar. When the bass line bar. the crowd, causing eyeglasses to shatter, clothes to shred off, and trees to sway in the distance, you know it must be this sick, psychopathic DJ shredding the turntables once again. As the crowd soon begin to mosh in a euphoric, a euphoric bass-driven dream, your sanity will begin to unravel like a born-again Christian who accidentally walked into a Flint Town titty bar. Get ready for a spectacular light show as glow sticks fly, big butts bounce, and the decibel level blows the roof off the motherfucker. This is music taken to a whole new creative level of freshness that will caress your earlobes, slap you in the face, and tickle your nutsack, 
all at the same time. <laughs> DJ Clay. I'll pour some Fago out to that. And then Guar. <laughs> Guar got roped into this? Oh, yeah. Guar's there? Oh, yeah. Hmm. I won't. You weren't kidding. That is, ACP's not the biggest act there. I won't. I won't. Uh, I, won't I, I, I can't. Yellow Wolf. He's going to be Yellow Wolf. Oh, boy. But that's not even. I got to. We're going to move to the carousel stage now because I got I to gotta read you some of these names. And a, and a couple of them I got to read you because I'm pretty sure uh, I'm pretty sure uh, the OG has a side business wherein people come in and they pay him money and he names their band. <laughs> this would be that crowd. Like Anarchy Bronze. That's a real name. Uh, Son of a bitch. How did they know the name in? of my gentleman's basement? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lady there. Her name is Chirp. I'd like you guys to take a crack at spelling it. Oh, nope. God. Chirp? <laughs> Chirp. No, I'm not even I'm not even going to I'm not even going to try it. C C H E E R B P. It's it's the same as how you spell chirp only there's three eyes. Oh, okay. My I took a gamble on the consonants. My favorite is I want you to picture a dude in like a Seattle Seahawks jersey. Okay. Okay. Now give him a tall neon green mohawk. And, and what if I told you his stage name is Frodo the Ghost? Plagiarism. I would say cousin David is doing some weird shit with his time off. Frodo the Ghost. <laughs> There's another guy whose name is Ghost Rider. Oh. Uh, Nicholas Cage is there? G-O-E-S-T-R-Y-D-E-R. Goest Rider. Goist. Maybe it's Goist. 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 Oh, man. Tell me, uh, I mean, do we want to go, I mean, do you want to go for just the, like, visceral narcissism or um, to feel good about yourself? Or do you not want to go because... I don't want to go It'll because I don't want to be. I don't want to be held down to a gurney by five fucking clowns and be forced to drink someone else's piss. So I'm not going. <laughs> okay, we're not going. I hope I sold you on that. Yeah, that was one of your best sells ever. I'm not even. <laughs> I'm not even looking back. I, I'm fucking wait, does this say Jew events or GCW events? I think it's GCW. Okay, that. But I had the same question earlier. Where, where is it? I. Oh, it might be Jew. Uh, apparently, no, apparently they're J C W. Their font is not not the best for that. They're actually no. going to have they're going to have uh, two different uh, like wrestling tournaments there. Blood yeah. Mania, Blood Mania twelve will be going on during this. Why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> Tremendous. Why Stay up you? all night drinking vodka, Red Bulls, and Jaeger bombs. That sounds like a great night. <laughs> I love that there's a there's a there's a page on this website called Juggalo Parties. <laughs> there is going to be as opposed a, to like other parties that will be there. Right. A completely disproportional parties. amount of masturbation uh, is going to be happening. At the there is, oh. was a purple Juggalo party with Violent J, Rude Boy, and DJ Carlito. 
Yep. <laughs> DJ Carlino. He snuck in the back of the club and got spooked by the. What's your stage name? <laughs> there's, another, there's another guy who's there whose name's his stage name is just Stoner Jordan. And I'm pretty sure. Really went above and beyond for that. Like, hey, so what uh, What do they call you? And he's like, I don't know, man. My name's Jordan. And they were like, yeah, okay. Uh, it's Stoner. Hey, what's his name? Jordan? Stoner Jordan. You're up. And he was like, all right, cool. Yeah, Stoner Jordan. That's cool. I'm down. Tell me, uh, tell, hey, me about, Carlito. tell me about lowercase j. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I no, don't please. know if I can. Your move, Ranger. I don't know if I can tell you much about lowercase j. It looks... Uh, the Grateful Dead are going to be there? Oh, no, tribute. no, it's a tribute band. There's also a uh, Jimi Hendrix tribute and band. A, and a Who. There's a Who tribute band, too. A lot of tribute bands made it here. I love that there are two Insane Clown Posse groups, apparently. Yeah, there's, like, like Insane Clown Posse is going to be there, and then, like, guys, like, who... There's, like, an Insane Clown Posse tribute band playing after Insane Clown Posse. It's weird. I'm like curious. magnets. Ouija right. Mace. Uh, they do R. have... The Rugged Man. They do have plenty of uh, competitions here, uh, one of which is a costume contest, naturally. Uh, they have a Fago launching competition. Excellent. A Fago launching. I, mean, uh, I don't know what this means, but they have an Into the Echo Side Heads Up tournament. Back out. <laughs> uh, lingerie contest, which has me somewhat Holy sh. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's a uh, Morton's List and Juggalos Against Sanity tournament. <laughs> did and then, hey, did hey, you hey, accidentally, did you find pictures of the lingerie contest and then like uh, exorcist lose your eye, soul through your eyes? I feel yeah, like that's what yeah, that's I, I had to, I, I powered down as my soul escaped me. Yeah. It's back. My phone is I gone. But Miss I'm back. Cyanide. Yeah, no, I saw that oh, one. I, I definitely saw that. Don't forget the wet t-shirt contest. I'm going to oh. forget. I'm going to try hard to forget. How did your boy get on this set list? <laughs> I I don't know. THC, the heart of Cleveland. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> There's another one that's... Uh, no L- part of this is real. L-E-L-S-D. Good old L-S-D. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, I thought he was being L-Sid. Nope. Yours makes so much more sense. Yup. Yup. Why do, why do most every person here look like they haven't seen a shower in the course of their life? Because they haven't. Except for maybe Anarchy Bronze, but there's a lot of bronze. Hey, maybe, hey, glitter hey, money with two eyes. From two to three, you can go to Violent J's motivational speech. Whoop, whoop, ninja. You've made up Excellent. all this. You've made up have, all of it. I wish, you know what? I wish I would have. I don't. <laughs> There's tarot readings. Half of this fucking website doesn't work or it's still under construction. What? I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but what the fuck? Well, the crazy thing is, is if you look at the way it's designed, it's been under construction since 1994. 
what I love. Like, oh, I shit, think that was the a, last time okay. the ICP was this is, this is super weird. Uh, the place where this is being held, Legend Valley, Ohio, is actually a place that I went last September for a dubstep festival. Oh, God. They are very liberal in this town, yeah. apparently. They get yourself checked. Yeah, I wonder, do they, do they hold it here annually? Because if that's the case, like, I don't know if I want to sleep on the ground there again. In a, in a thing that, from start to finish, is its own sideshow. What do you have to do to be on the tab called sideshows? I, I don't know. Some sort of work release. There's an R-rated circus sideshow. Work release. Peep this shit stage. The Hooded Magician. Too early. Ah, you know what I really want to go see? The Sickening Skin Suspension Show. Fuck is that? It's where people... Exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, it is. They have giant hooks that they will, you know, embed in different parts of their body, and they will suspend... From these hooks on a stage. Swinging around, vision quest style. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, John Oliver. (laughs) (laughs) Nick, you've got 37 days, 19 hours, 32 minutes, and 17 seconds to get your $400 ticket. Hey, but watch out because all the VIP tickets. $400? There may be some guerrilla marketing campaign going on there. Um, I'd buy a ticket for four dollars to sell it the secondary market you could go see guar and yellow i'm all set <laughs> i'm good you know I don't need- <laughs> what the fuck is the fun house they have so many things that just still say coming soon i don't know like how I am i to buy I my ticket losing, right now I when i don't know what listeners are going to be here perhaps we should uh i'm losing brain cells as we speak all right they can chill fair enough yeah, I- Anyway, I just want to courtesy of Dustin Hazen Lane and Cherry Bomb. And Cherry Bomb. I I had to share that with you guys. I I apologize for it, Nick. I don't even know how you're going to realize that. I am a drift. I probably can't, but I had to read to you the the ethereal howl of the wolf segment. I I couldn't not read that to you. I feel... Man, suddenly my like weird ass sci-fi character that I drummed up for this next next exercise seems like much less weird. And I went out of my way to make it weird. Well, that, okay, so you see how Rob pulled this back in, Nick? Segway. That's how you do it. Segway. So last week I put forth an exercise to see if we had any sort of hive mind. And I'm... I wanted to see if it would be a thing where after we set our characters, there would be natural fits where they would end up playing well together. Or if because we knew that was the desired outcome, did we purposely try to go out of our way to make sure it wouldn't happen? And so, I, I pulled the pin on the grenade, just so you know. <laughs> Fair. So we're, Up to you uh, if you want to fall on it, bub. Uh, who's, who's going first? Well, Nick has me all excited now. He has me all frothy. I think Nick should go first too. Oh, I should. I'd be happy to with zero, zero parameters. Um, do you want to set? <laughs> the, do you want to set the stage, Ryan, for what 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 is what the exercise uh, was? 
before. Uh, I, 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 I asked you guys to create a character um, set inside what will become the GeekCast Live space opera universe. Um, a name, some background, some history, maybe some motivation, what he looks like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that was it. There was no parameters. If you wanted to make a talking dog, fucking cool. Fuck me. I should have made a talking dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, let, let, me, uh, let me introduce you all to, uh, to Haggis. He is a, <laughs> he's a giant, I mean, like giant hulking uh, mandrake. Um, well, that's his race. Uh, only he's, he's got like the, uh, the simple strength, you know, one mm-hmm. one style. Not that big. Um, human humanoid shape, just uh, very big, uh, very tiny, like swine eye kind of situation. So they have shrunken facial features, uh, sure. but huge. Mont- I mean, just a fucking beast. Um, only he has no discernible fine motor skills. <laughs> He's absolutely <laughs> fucking worthless in a fight, but nobody knows that. Um, because if he were to get a hold of you, he would fucking split you down the middle of your asshole because he is super strong. But he just, he would throw a punch and hit himself in the dick. It's really, really, really <laughs> awful. Did you, did you find my old character sheet from the Lord of the Rings role-playing game? Uh, I, I did, but I took some it? liberties with it. So he's uh, just like, he's just like, a, he's a walking critical miss. He, he is all sizzle, I no steak. It. Does he know uh, how he, to brew uh, healing rangers tea? Not at all. Not at all. He he's also a mute, so it wouldn't really help if he did because he couldn't help you. Uh, so he he's a mute, always has been. Only he has total recall. He is a he's a spec. He's a spec and tech fucking all star. Um, computers, uh, engines. That 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 is his thing. That's how he's made his way in the world. Is by, um being fake muscle and then bringing some value on the back end is an absolute genius with computer systems, motors, his, his fingies are the only thing on him that really has any dexterity. The rest of them is just a, uh, a, a walking comic relief of, uh, of unintentional destruction. So he, uh, wormed his way into the heart of our captain, uh, because as the captain's ship was being impounded at one point. He uh, saw an opportunity to demonstrate some value and snuck on board and fixed it, fixed it, hot-wired it up uh, to make a getaway. So he's been, uh, he's been hanging with the captain for a while. Nobody quite knows his backstory other than um, you, can, you can prop him up to maybe avoid a fight and just hope that nobody calls your bluff. Because then he's more damage to you than he is to anybody else if you get him in a scrap. But he's tough, tough as shit. Like small arms fire, blaster fire doesn't really do much to their skin. Very thick skin. So he can kind of, you can throw him out in front of a light fight and uh, he'll, he'll, he'll throw some cover for you. Um, so that, that's, that's Haggis, your, your giant mute, blundering, thundering uh, tech nerd. I think that's fucking perfect. Yep. I don't know. I, I really think it's great. 
I'm just I, rolling it. I, I'm <laughs> rolling the ball down. We'll see if pens fall. I don't. I, I personally would like him to be on my ship, if that's okay. I mean, I, I, can, I mean, it would be up to him, I guess. Well, <laughs> well, I, well, I can go next. Go for, go for it. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> no, not that I dislike that, Nick. I'm just processing it. I really. Perfectly there's a lot fair. there. I'm letting it sit again. <laughs> I, if I could introduce you to a, a pilot, orphan, pop culture god, Lee Marvin Yankee. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, his birth name is unknown, to be fair. He, he gave named, himself that moniker? Yeah. Well, he was purchased from slavers. At birth, and he was raised on an old Terra Fleet cargo ship called the Kennedy. Uh, yeah, he served under Captain Doug Ray Scott. Um, oh Jesus! A lot of, uh, lot of <laughs> three names. A lot of presidential here. assassins. Well, he uh, he fell in love with with old uh, uh, Earth history, mm. uh, specifically mm. American history, while on the ship, having access to the ship's computer and its uh, in quotes uh, Earth archive. Right, uh, mm-hmm. he was uh, he became uh, obsessed with American baseball and old Hollywood. Two things he really enjoyed. There was a lot of old black and whites and sixties, uh, seventies movies. You know, French Connection, The Dirty Dozen, uh, Gone with the Wind, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, w- when he was a teen aboard the old uh, Terra Fleet cargo ship called the Kennedy, uh, it was attacked. But it was attacked by a bunch of uh, Lomaxian raiders. And uh, he escaped by piloting one of the ship's uh, few remaining planetary excursion vessels, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it hadn't been unloaded yet, and it had 45 uh, million kilos of merchant ore, which is basically scrap metal, and he successfully sold it uh, uh, in return for some real galactic uh, paperwork. That's a heavy escape pod. That he yeah. Just flew. Yeah. Well, it's space. Just. Oh, that's fine then. Mm-hmm. Makes things lighter. But he sold all the uh, all the scrap metal for uh, some uh, some legit galactic paperwork showing his freedom and his new name. Uh, Lee Marvin Yankee. Lee Marvin Yankee. Right. And uh, and uh, yeah. Now he's just uh, he's just kind of, he's got a ship. He's got his own ship. It's an old, uh, it's an old planetary excursion vessel. Hey, he still runs if you can find the parts. Well, and if you can find, yeah. you got to keep fixing it. I'm just saying. It's true. It's true. If, if he had a guy like Haggis aboard. Well, I already said he was. D- didn't you catch? Didn't you? He, I said he's he's on board the captain's ship. I didn't specify what captain. That's what I'm. That's and see, that's what I'm saying. It we're, it, we're we're two characters. He Haggis is Haggis. The reason that Lee Marvin Yankee's dilapidated transport ship is is so space seaworthy because he's been right. in the back fucking doing the one thing he does worth a fuck, which is tweak with hyperdrive motors and play around with your nav systems and all that other fun stuff. So Lee Marvin Yankee does have a <clears throat> he, he wears a, a, a like a, a, a what I what I've called a, a leather scrappers cap. That he's uh he's he's hand drawn in Yankees logo. <laughs> tell me it has. Excellent. Tell me it's a raccoon. One of those raccoon skin caps. It's uh well it's yeah space raccoon. Okay. <laughs> the nefarious space raccoon. Well yeah. 
It's a space. The rabbit talking rabbit. rabbit is wise. Yeah, he's, uh, sweet rabbit. Uh, he's not the best pilot. <laughs> no one ever said he was the best pilot, but he he does know how to pilot, having grown up aboard, uh, having worked directly under the the captain and pilot of the uh, of the old cargo ship. So, um. You know, he does know what he's doing. He's just, I mean, he's no. That, that old captain was something else. That yeah, well. Fucking, that fucking Ernest Borgnine Dodger. Old Doug he, he was Scott, something. Yeah. He, he was all right. So, uh, yeah, Lee Marvin Yankee. That's what he named himself. All right. he's, uh, Love it. Yeah, pop culture god, Lee Marvin Yankee. <laughs> Well, Joe, you want to go next or you want me to? Uh, I'll go next because I'm sure that you're going to just blow mine out of the water. (laughs) And then that way we'll leave the forgettable one right in the middle. It'll be great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Surprising no one. No, I'm kidding. Space Uh, bar. I decided to, what did you say? Space priest. He's a priest. He's a redheaded space priest. (laughs) Space mage. Oh, I didn't even think about his hair color. But uh, taking a page out of uh, George Lucas's book, I've decided his name is Odin Weissman. <laughs> mm. What? Mm. Yeah, he's, he's like, like spelled like wise man, but pronounced silly. Oh, I get yeah. it. Uh-huh. Uh, he is a space priest. He's an ex-imperial inquisitor. He mm. actually is a space priest. You yep. made High a inquisitor? Yep. yep. Called it. Yep. yep. You actually made a space priest. <laughs> sure did <laughs> continue sorry uh got sick uh got sick of torturing people to death mm. uh deserted uh is now a uh, uh pacifist looking to be the uh mm. moral restraint on a on a ship's party and uh but he's got an air about him that you can you can kind of tell he's killed a lot of people so he's like Shepherd Book for Firefly. Yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, in my mind, he's like a mix of uh, Saeed from Lost, Shepherd <laughs> from Firefly, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Saeed. Natural, natural. I'm about it. Triarch there. Yep. <laughs> Rob, uh, how much money would you have made in... I would have made a fuck ton. <laughs> okay, I don't know what the odds are, but I guarantee I would have made money on it. <laughs> I went that way... And- Deciding that this was a high mind exercise, so I should do something expected. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Well, <laughs> uh, teed that I, one up there for you. <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised that somebody already included a spaceship, but <laughs> no, no, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't. No, be. probably, probably <laughs> not in the space opera. It was, <laughs> but space opera. Now we've got our torture priest who yep. has a, some sort of a top knot and a bow tie. Yep, apparently. naturally. And, a yep. and, and, and I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll be I'll be shocked uh, if 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 Rob plays the same card that Joe did. This is going to be some sort of seedy other side of the track uh, space necromancer. Ooh, close. slash slash <laughs> DJ. Very close. Space no. DJ. This is uh so the one that I created. You ever heard the bass drop in space? In space? <laughs> no one has space is a vacuum. <laughs> Sorry, Rob, go ahead. Laser shows though. Uh-huh. 
Oh, I'm sure they're great. Um, and go on for eternity. Uh, so the character that I have created for this is Ogben Shuttle, the living ship. <laughs> yeah! Here we go. Fantastic. Oh, I love it! I love it! And it only gets weirder from here. Uh, it's a uh, bioorganic ship uh, that's controlled by a psionic alien that's fused to it. Uh, you went all which, night flyers on us. Uh, yeah. Uh, which functions as both the uh, ship's brain and a sort of warp drive. Uh, Ogbin Shuttle was created by the Cultivators, which are sort of like Elder God-like entities, uh, from the carcass of a Gorgonox on a radiation... Yep. Uh, On a radiation-riddled night world and a stolen psionic (laughs) avian creature called Sadar. Uh, say that name again. Uh, the Garganox or the Twaxadar? The Twaxadar. <laughs> Actually, roll back, roll back a sentence and say so. Was it a psionic nightworld? Uh, uh, it's a uh, no, no, no. It, the the world itself. No, it was uh, a radiation riddled nightworld. So the sun had blown up and left this planet just kind of orbiting in nothingness. Thank you. Yeah. As you'll have it. Yeah. 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 As you like. Uh, <laughs> Communicates through telepathic imagery. Uh, it also, uh, whenever it can't communicate to, due to distance, uh, uses implanted earworms to act as relays. Uh, it also, you, yeah, I no, this, I, this you, is you, like an ayahuasca did. fever dream. Yeah. <laughs> when did you let Stanley Kubrick put it in your ass? <laughs> right. You can't go back. Uh, it also often uses okay. uh, strange little octopoid like drones born of the ship to go out and explore and travel around. Tremendous. Yep. And it's fueled by biomatter and special radiation born of dying stars. Of course it is. <laughs> of course I'm, it is. I, I'm as, into as it. it should be, really. I'm seriously, I, I love it. <laughs> I only have one question, and I go know on. I can ask questions because. Space opera, but how does the bird, the psionic bird beast's body, act as a warp drive? Uh, uh, similarly, I suppose to that of uh, God, I can't remember the name. Of the that little, uh, the little bird aliens question. from Dune. Uh, ah, they that they create miniature like rifts in space to basically like like small wormholes to be able to travel through. Gotcha. I don't think I'm there yet, but I can't remember wow. what the fuck those are called. Uh, I I love it. I, I I love it. I can't wait until uh, I can't wait until fucking Lee, <laughs> uh, until Lee Marvin Yankee and Haggis. Uh, have their first run in with the uh, sentient Ogben Shuttle, the living ship. Shuttle, the living ship. I can't fucking wait. I can't be a fucking team right there. Now, if we could only, if we could only find a fucking violent Genji space priest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, lucky for Uh, us. I mean, I'm sure there's one around. Things would really come together. I can't wait until Og. What is who in the movie who? The voice of Og Ben Shuttle. Tom oh. Baker. <laughs> ben Stein. <laughs> ben Stein is pretty, that's funny. That's pretty fantastic. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, also good. Uh, Jeff yeah. Goldblum would be yeah. great. 
Listen, I'm a ship, okay? I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know what you were like. Well, you, you, you might be wondering uh, uh, how a ship uh, why, travels through wormholes. I, why I am made uh, of psionics. Uh, oh, actually, actually, you got to get away. you gotta get chat and voice your ship, I think. Ooh, or like Leonard Nimoy, back from the grave. <laughs> yes. Also uh, nice. Uh, you Corpse of chat- Nimoy. <laughs> Hold on. I'll put that in my notes for a possible show title. Right. I Where think we were the festivals of America. That's of what I'm. That's what I'm naming my next sailboat. Just so you guys know. <laughs> Corpse of Nimoy. Yep. <laughs> no, I think you. I think you take every uh, every character and uh, uh, a character, every uh, actor and voice actor that we've listed thus far, and you uh, layer them on top of each other. Give them the yes. same line. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. We have yeah. them record it however they choose to record it. Yep. However, whatever, and then we just yeah, yep. play it all throw, once. In, throw in Christopher Walken. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> that way, it might, you might be honest. Sounds... <laughs> did you ever not to really divert? But did you ever see the video of Dave Grohl talking about when he was on when the Food LSD. Fighters were, at, were at, no Food Fighters okay. were the guests on Saturday Night Live? No, Christopher Walken was the host. <laughs> Well, you know how the host always in, they'll come back from a commercial and then they'll like they'll in, they'll say like, "Ladies and gentlemen, you know, towed the wet sprocket or whatever." Right. Well, Christopher, right before they came back from the commercial, Christopher Walken asked Dave Grohl if the emphasis was on the foo or the fighters. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave Grohl, being the fucking professional troll that he is, knowing how Christopher Walken talks, told him it was on the fighters. So it comes back and Christopher Walken says, ladies and gentlemen, boo fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just fucking great. Oh, that awesome. is awesome. I don't know oh. how you perform okay. immediately after like pulling that off. Fighters. <laughs> just professional troll. Dave, fucking blessed Dave Grohl. Professional troll. So I'm, oh. I, I, I gotta tell you, um, there wasn't too much hive minding, to be honest, but I really did like the effort. So thank you very much for appeasing me in this stupid exercise. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you are most absolutely welcome. Well, I, I, I disagree <laughs> as far as hive minding. You've got a ship and you've got a half a crew. So I, mean, I, I, mean, I guess that is true. We just need to. Well, your, your ship gets blown up and then I probably by me. By, by More slightly. It gets, it gets does, eaten by Auburn and Snellenwack or pilot, though? Uh, No, but fuck it. There's no reason it couldn't happen. <laughs> we'll just plug you in with a little worm and it'll be it'll be great. We get weird we get weird uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy Babelfish ears. Yep. Which I love. Which is fun. And that allows speaking, you to just kind of plug into the ship. Yeah. Speaking of a ship that may or may not need a pilot. Okay. The are, there any movie, are there any movies out that we need to talk about? Like Han, Han Solo? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good. I like what you did there. I like, I like that they included that in the movie. I thought it was nice. I thought, uh, I, I really thought the, the homages were way less cheesy than I was expecting. I would agree with that, actually. 
I actually came out of uh, Han Solo way more pleasantly surprised than I thought I was going to be. Like, I fuck, I, I hate when I agree with. Yeah, fuck me. I don't. I don't. But mind. it wasn't like I was expecting it to just be like a dumpster fire run in by like mixed with a train wreck and a gasoline explosion. But oh, well, my bar wasn't that low. I, I oh, like my bar was so low. I. Ex- uh, like I, I had, uh, I had <laughs> there it was. God, I like I had hopes for it. Don't get me wrong, but like I was expecting it to just be a travesty. And I expected everyone, but Donald you said you had hope solo. Be Jar Jar, yeah, hope solo. Mm. Uh, Speaking of no. meat bagels, <laughs> I thought it was great. I like well, not even okay. I thought it was really good. I wouldn't say that mm-hmm. it was great, but I thought it was really good. I was, uh, I think that it was a fairly solid standalone story. Uh, I'm a little disappointed to hear Joe let me know that apparently they're going to have two more solo movies. What? Which, which I think whoa, whoa, is whoa, much, whoa, 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 whoa. Which, what? yeah, yeah. Apparently yeah. that was let slip by our boy who played Han. Um, no, I'm, not, I'm really not sure I understand. So actually, he is he's contractually obligated to star in two more movies. I don't think that necessarily means that they're Han Solo movies. Do you think he's going to be like in the Boba Fett movie that's coming out? He might. That, be, that, would, that would make sense. And I would. Boba, it could be in the Boba Fett movie. It could be in a. Uh, I mean, fuck! It could be in a Bosque movie. I don't know. I just. I, I don't. The, think, I don't. Think the director apparently tried to do everything that he could to figure out how to include Bosque in this movie, but yeah. just like had to keep cutting him because it's just like they were running long on time. They like it wouldn't work here. It wouldn't work there. But. I I I applaud his effort. Like that would have been fucking great. Throwing in a fucking giant lizard that's hunting down Han Solo and crew. That would have been fantastic. They threw it. They threw in a Bosque reference. That was they did. Yes, they did. Did you see that this movie is? Uh, it's on track to lose fifty million dollars for Disney. That is. You know what? Good. I mean, I I didn't dislike it, but mm. good. I, I I like a yeah. little bit of hubris there. Yeah, it's exactly yeah, what I was going to say. I, I will say I did not think this movie was as bad as I, and I'm. I think we're all in agreement that I mean because we've talked about it almost ad nauseum for a few months leading into this mm-hmm. about how we it's the movie that no one wanted, um, yep. which has been surpassed now by the Jared Leto Joker movie that has mm-hmm. been greenlit. <laughs> yep, my but, God, uh, why can't that actually got stop? greenlit? Yeah, speaking of movies, no one wants, and <sighs> no one not only that, but that no one asked for. I, I, I don't have a problem with like Jared Leto playing the Joker. I didn't even hate him specifically in Suicide Squad, but following the coattails of that Suicide Squad. I, I don't think you can say that no one asked for a Han Solo movie, but it's right. a movie that no one wanted it. People yeah. asked for it, but no one wanted it. Mm-hmm. No one asked for the Jared Leto Joker movie. Oh, yeah. So, right. Mm-hmm. I would but second anyway, and third I, that. Um, but I, you know, I, I thought it was... Uh, I was... I walked out of there kind of high fiving people. I thought it was I thought it was a good movie. I I really can't wait to. I've only seen it once in theaters. Unlike, um, I mean, like in yeah, Disney I think film. I think once is enough. Once is right, enough. right, and uh, uh, like it's definitely not Rogue One. I'll no, but but it is good. I think I one thing that they really it's better than the two uh, sequels. Like, I think it's, yeah, I think it's better than episodes seven and eight. 
I would agree with that, actually. I disagree. Like, I, and, yeah. and again, I don't even I don't even hate Fair. seven and eight, but I I do think that it was better. Um, it seems like there was a little bit more. It's only better because the actors are better. See, I think that's I think that might be what I, it is. I also feel like it was. I'll admit it was a plot. Oh, and there wasn't kind of like plot? seventeen endings. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, Except the ending was one of the weaker points of it. My agreed. Opinion, but agreed. But it, like all of the actors, like they did really well. Like I mean, Woody Harrelson's character I felt was like overly cliche and so. but but really solid. Uh, I think that I, I don't know. It felt a little weird seeing Woody Harrelson in it. I, I might have wished they would have gone for a lesser named actor, but overall, I did like him quite a bit in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Woody Harrelson is kind of is becoming a modern day Pacino because mm-hmm. he's he's just playing Hamish, you know, yes. and all his is yes. that's all his role for the last ten years. Yep, it's uh, uh, him. Pacino and uh, Jeff Bridges are just the same character in every movie. That- <laughs> That's you're you're sp- yeah, and and Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> yes. Uh, a couple other things that I did really like about it. Um, I thought they truly like they did nail the relationship between Han and Chewie, and I think that that was probably the crux of the entire movie. Because if they would have fucked that up, I mean, you you completely fucked the movie, in my opinion, and you kind of just bastardize uh, the original trilogy a little bit. Uh, so them doing really well there, I thought, uh, really, really helped with the movie itself. Um, let's see. Uh, who's the... Oh, God, I can't remember her name now. Uh, Amelia Clark. I thought Amelia Clark actually did a mm. really solid job as well. I agree with you. Um, mm. And of course... Um, it's, the best, it's the best movie role I've seen her in. I would agree. Much you mean like, of the three movies she's been in. Yeah, the but, only movie yeah. role I've seen her in. Well, she was also in that terrible Terminator movie. Right, but, I didn't see it, so I haven't yeah, seen it. Good for you. <laughs> you're, you're better than the rest of them. <laughs> uh, I did also uh, thoroughly enjoy L3 quite a bit. I wish that they would have uh, had more of Thank her. you, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This, this thing was getting off track. You suck, Rob. Really? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, you. Uh, it surprised L3. me very little that you didn't look the droid, L3 but I, was atrocious. Really? I fucking pandering. Like, I can't wait to hear Nick complain about L3. Yeah. I mean, as if we I would have placed money on it. As I should. That was awful. That was trite. That was panned, canned, and really, really transparent. That was a completely sentient character dressed up in a robot skin. And not even, it was Jar Jar Binks-esque. Really? It, it was yeah. a bad robot skin, too. It looked just like bad. the old, uh, um... You couldn't have made that look any, try to make that look any more like a human. With that, with that seat. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, 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 whole, I can like, see that, but. The whole, like, I, I walk with, like, a strut walk. I've got hips, even though I'm a robot. Yeah, yeah, that was a little weird. <laughs> have you ever seen right. a robot walk? Yes, like a real times. robot, a real walking robot. Yes, swing back and forth like that. They don't have hip sockets. Well, they do actually, well, but the, continue. Yeah, I prefer my droids to shuffle along like three PO. They don't have. They don't have fine. I have like an ass though. Right, yeah. the sauntering yeah, I could have done without, but but everything else it, I think it was it was a. And I'm giving my credit here because she nailed it right away it, it was it was a completely sentient character 
there's nothing there was nothing logic and robotic at all about anything about that character and that it was just it I didn't mean, but, work for me at all but not all characters and like not all of the robots in star wars are necessarily just like or all not logic all the droids yeah they're no, no all... there has to be some some element of your your seeing a a robot even if it's got ai characteristics I can't remember the robot from Rogue One. I don't remember its name, but that did a good job. K two, going back and forth between the two. Um, I, yeah, I just, I really did, I, I did not like it at all. That surprised me very little. But yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> uh, let's I thought it was. Uh, it, the Kesha robot was fucking weird and distracting. <laughs> Thank you. I think. I think other than okay, Kesha so bot. <laughs> would you have said the same thing if they would have done something like? architecturally different with the like the the, the design of the character because like Slight, i did like the slightly, i did like but the, it still would have still would have talked like an entirely human role and the whole like i've got human emotion feelings i want to bang lando it'll work if he puts it in my robo snatch that's, not, that's okay all that was weird, yeah no that's fair. You know? that was a little that was a little off putting and, and i did like the, you know, i, I guess i liked more of the, the, a bit of a sex spot the the character yeah. was just there for the purpose of trying to tweak some emotions before it was classically redshirted. Yeah, I did like the 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 robot revolutionary, the like the droid revolution. I, I mean, that was great. Yeah, I I I, I think maybe that's why I, I like that character so much. I really enjoyed that 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 was cool. Character. If that was like if that was like the character's one like I'm gonna have my my humanity scene. That would have been much cooler if it had been built up with like, you know, a very more robotic, um, you know, logic droid persona that all of a sudden, you know, has that that opposite reaction. But just the, the entire character from start to finish was over the top, I thought. Uh, I feel like if it had gone the other way, you would be bitching about how uh, it spent the whole time being this logic bot. And then all of a sudden it's fucking human leading a revolution. <laughs> maybe but that's fine that's yeah maybe uh i did also thoroughly enjoy the kessel run i thought that i was really cool i'm uh, super just glad like, that they answered that question finally uh agreed i agreed i thought that was a cool way to tie up a, a and their weird story. fucking lovecraftian god that was sitting above a black hole i thought that was too i have uh, questions about that now too though because it's like that thing's been living in the maelstrom. What's it been eating? Ships don't fly in there, L3 said. I thought radioactive energy that's coming from a dying star, Joseph. Oh, and, and are you telling me the entire time it's been in there, it's it's never like fucking stuck a tentacle in that black hole and got pulled just, in or got curious? You know, it's just I'm hanging out. Eh, maybe I don't. There was a giant worm that lived on an asteroid in the original trilogy. So I, mean, I, to say. I will say this was this was as true to the original trilogy as anything I've ever seen. I, I would agree with that. Like pilot fish. In a way. Like it okay. lived off the black hole. It was just kind of it was like a symbiotic thing. Yeah, I could see no, that I see. to a degree. Yeah. Um. And then the one thing that I really do want to talk about, and this is probably spoilery as fuck for anybody that uh, hadn't watched the movie yet, in case we haven't touched on that already. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. It'll be out for two weeks when this airs. I think we're, we're okay. Uh, 
my personal favorite thing about the movie, the thing that actually drove me Can to I guess? go see the movie. Please do, because I bet you'll get it. The thing that drove you to see the movie. Drove me to see the movie. As soon as I heard it, I decided I was going to the movie that day, opening day. I wasn't going to see it. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. It's not Darth Maul. It is Darth Maul. It's, it's not. absolutely Darth Maul. Okay. It's Darth Maul. It's Darth okay. Maul. That's, it that's, that's, it's Darth okay. Maul. Yeah. I would like to hear your argument, Th- though, Nick. Think about the timeline. Mm-hmm. What, do you, Darth, what about Darth, it? Darth you haven't Maul. watched Rogue One. Or not Rogue One, uh, The Clone Wars. Or Rebels. Darth Maul was killed. He was not. Nope. Survived. Yeah, he survived. Survived. Okay. Canonically, got some, sweet, got some sweet robot legs. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Sweet yep. robot legs. Yep. No, I. Uh, that was easily like the the one thing that I was really really looking forward to, and I thought they nailed it. They got Ray Park to come back to do the like the visuals, the body for him. Oh, I was hoping they did. And yeah, and which like looks perfect. Like him aged, like Ray Park being you know older now. Like seeing that was just fantastic. And they got the. Uh, the voice actor, Sam Witwer from Clone Wars and Rebels, oh. coming to do the voice for him, which I thought was yeah. fucking fantastic. That's, that's irritating because uh, I actually told my kid after the movie, like, no, it's not, it's not Darth Maul. It's just another, it's another, no, you're, you're wrong. Like his race because of he, he was dead 15 years ago. Nope. He, he was, nope. he was cut in half. Mm-hmm. That, that is, usually, that usually is a bad case of the deads with that. And, and usually you're a uh, Sith Lord, I guess. Yep, and then he uh, and yeah, so he is he is very much still alive. Yep. yep, he used the dark side to build himself some some robot spider legs, kind of like uh, in a way not unlike Pickle Rick. Yes, mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. much like very, Pickle actually Rick. very much like Pickle Rick. Another reference that, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then in the the Clone Wars show, uh, he was rescued. And brought back to his home planet and given normal legs, normal robot legs. How was yeah. he rescued and by whom? His brother, Savage Opress. Yep. You asked. Okay. Who was where? Uh, Dathomir. He was on Dathomir. Wait. Uh, yeah, he wasn't a... He was, they, they were both slaves. Maul was taken by Palpatine whenever he was just a... No, no, no. How, how, did, how, did, how did Maul survive in oh. the intermediate? Uh, because he was so angry that he just held on to life through the dark side of the force and somehow got to a trash planet. Yep. All right. You asked. Sorry, I asked. Yep, yep. Con- I know. Con- okay. contriv- contrivances. Is uh, <laughs> good jo- good job, Lucas. Uh, Lucasian logic. Lucas- Lucasian plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, so that is that why there's going to movies they're going to build that little subplot line so uh, that's actually what i'm really hoping for so i would like to see that as like a subplot over the course of the next couple of like underworld movies because in the clone wars story um darth maul's trying to get back at uh sidious and establish himself as the new lord of the sith uh and you could have you could have maul versus vader and that's that's what I wanted to build up to. I want them to build up, like, do a couple more of these underworld stories, like him make another cameo in the Boba Fett movie, do a fucking Bosk or Dengar movie or some bullshit. I'd and watch the fuck out of a Dengar movie. I'm absolutely, not absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, I think Woody Harrelson probably would have played a better Dengar, in my opinion. But I actually uh, thought that Woody Harrelson was going to end up just becoming Dengar. But I thought that would have been. I thought that would have been great too. Not that I had thought of that until just like you said it now, but th- I, that would have been fantastic. Um, I'm so pissed. But uh, I, I would love to see them do a couple more movies where Maul makes a cameo, and then do a Vader movie where it's Vader hunting down the remnants of the Jedi. And he ends up stumbling upon like all of these things that start interconnecting and he points like it eventually points to Maul. And then they have a big fucking fight between Vader and Maul and Vader kicks the shit out of him and sends him back into hiding. And then it goes into the Rebels storyline. Yeah, I think that would be fucking fantastic. I would pay great money to watch Vader and Maul fight. Mm -hmm. So. Especially since, especially since Maul can't die, it'd be a good, good, good battle. Well, he, he does well, die, but think- it's on Tatooine against Obi Wan. No, if you want, I mean, if you no, want he, to he, die, he doesn't. He gets he put was, back together by some. He <laughs> well, he's not angry, angry anymore by then. Hold on, think about. Okay, so you're you're upset that Darth Maul lived, but Anakin Skywalker had all. He was the fucking. He was. He had his legs cut off. Every every limb chopped off. off and burned by a volcano, like a fucking river of lava. That's your coolest. You've, you've, you've never never heard me say that wasn't stupid. Well, I guess you know what? That's true. That's true. I never point. You're right. I've never heard you say that that wasn't stupid. Same so same bad. principle, I guess. That's Except so for right now, but only out of context. <laughs> Yeah, Nick, uh, watch the Clone Wars, man. You like it? I don't have time. It's not that I, I wouldn't know. like it, but uh, well, and and fucking watch it with the kids. And, and they're, fucking they're watch waffling it. back and forth between what's canon and what's not. So they are Clone Wars is canon. Rebels Wars, is canon. Clone Wars and Rebels are now. Canon. Now no, they've always been before. canon. They've been canon since they did this reset. They were canon before they did the reset. They were not canon before the reset. They, they were absolutely yeah. canon before they did the reset. Wait, wait, Rebels wasn't because it wasn't conceived yet, but Clone Wars stuff, absolutely was. The stuff that wasn't canonized was the uh, like a lot of the books and comics. The books and the weird-ass comics. like Those, those were decanonized. Skippy the fucking Force-sensitive space droid. I, I still need right. that. Fuck you. Mm. Deep down. I hate you. Hey, does anybody else think that, that Han's Force-sensitive? I do. would agree. I wouldn't be surprised. But... I think he would almost have to be to be able to fly the way that he was flying. Well, not only that, but and I I don't know why I never put two and two together. In in New Hope, I was watching a thing on Facebook and I never noticed it. When he's talking to Greedo, mm. he, he casually points to a spot on the wall right before uh they shoot each other or <laughs> shoot at each other. And mm-hmm. that's where Greedo hits. Hmm. I I I wouldn't be surprised if he's force sensitive. Like it's not like he's a Jedi or anything trained in the force, but I, I wouldn't I be surprised if he would be latently force sensitive. But he yeah. watch that one time with that in your head. And I never I never have. I always just thought it was just him kind of being flippant, you know? Mm-hmm. He points exactly where Greedo hits. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, one thing that I, I, well, not one thing, but one of the things that uh, irks me about this movie, and it's irked me lately with a couple of the newer movies, 
uh, and this is going back because a child of New Hope and Empire and Return of the Jedi. The new Millennium Falcon bothers me. It's Why? It's gone from being shaped like a dinner plate to being like this really long, skinny, like smash like a pancake thing. And it bugs me every time I see it in flight. I kind of feel like it was always like that. No, go look at any of the old movies. It's it's much rounder. Fuck you. I have watched the shit out of the original trilogy. I've probably watched the original trilogy more times. Then how is it not obvious to you that, that this new Millennium Falcon is way flatter and and like more linear? I've noticed that a couple of times in this movie. Because they have better camera angles and it's CGI instead of a toy? Okay, but that thinking. doesn't make it right. It makes that that makes it that's an explanation for it, but that's still like I, how does that slip through you know editing and production? Like nobody said, "Hey, you know, why don't we make this look more like it?" You know. It was always supposed, supposed to be a to chip though. Like the YT1300s almost always look like that. It's shinier now. Maybe it's be, like it looks thinner because it's shiny, I guess. I don't fucking know, but like it's it's always looked like that. It, it has not. It has, has not. Has. It hasn't. And go pick up the toy version of it. I mean, if if you want to go that route, it's a it's a much thicker, uh, clunkier type of vessel. I mean, it's a freighter, not a fighter. Yep. And this new one is very very sleek and and thin. I don't know. It's not like it's a problem. It just irks me when I see it. Like that just that's not the same ship. Disagree. Yeah, and I don't know. And I don't know why they have to keep going back to. Needs to see better details because it's hard to tell. No. I know. I noticed something akin to that when I was watching earlier today. Yeah, but. keep keep your eyes peeled for it. I also wish they wouldn't go to the same plot point as every single movie that makes the Falcon have to go through some narrow, obstacle-filled channel chased by three <laughs> Tie Fighters in every single movie. Yeah. That's fair. Try something a little but they, different. But they did it in the beginning, Nick. What's up? They they did the the whole <laughs> twisty thing in the first act just so they could lead up to that. They did. They Chekhov's gunned it. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Whenever Han's flying with Kira at the very beginning, right, he had he had to drive the Cadillac on. One. <laughs> so that the third no, act, I, I, yeah, I get that. Thing. Through an asteroid field, or flying through the the uh, cave, or flying through a mountain range, or the closing doors of a yeah, or the guts of a of a Death Star, you know, that's like called always that same scene. I think you were thinking of Gun. I think you were thinking of a Star Destroyer, Joe. They check off shipped it. (laughs) Yeah, it was check off ship. Little nitpicky there, I can, but I, 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 I can I, kind of see that. No, though. I'm with you. It's I, I don't know. I can't. I almost can't get tired of it at this point. Because it I was cool. I mean, all, all those things were fine. It's not like they're anything per se bad. Just like my my critical eye gets twerked by that. Mm-hmm. I, I also my critical I, I eye loved, gets. Twerked I thought Paul Bettany did a great job with what he was given. Like yeah. I thought he really did an excellent job with that character, but. Mm-hmm. I thought that character was pretty kind of, you know, it's a cliche. Dimensional. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. a pretty transparent foil, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
I would agree with I that. I thought the actors, the actors made more out of less with a lot of that of this mm-hmm. movie. What did you think about uh, Childish Gambino as, uh, as as Han or as Lando? Sorry, <laughs> nailed it. I, I thought, I he, thought he did. I thought he did as well as probably anybody would have done with that role. Um, yeah. That there were some parts that it. I don't think he's actually that great of an actor, which I was surprised by. But I think they did a pretty good job of embodying the you know spirit Orlando. And he did the best he could with a poorly written like you know yeah. platonic love scenes with his with the overhyped robot character. They did the best he could with that. I I uh I liked both uh him calling him uh Han. I thought that was great. Yep, I like that. <laughs> and I really liked when he said uh you know, I what he said like I hate you, you know that? And uh-huh. Hans, Hans he said, said, well, he said, I hate you. And Han said, I know. I know. I thought I that thought was, that a, was <laughs> I thought that, I thought was, that excellent. was fucking wonderful. I thought that was just wonderful. I hate uh, you. I know. I thought the homages <laughs> were well done. All of them. Mm-hmm. I also uh, really liked, I really liked that they took something that was, that George Lucas did kind of as a joke uh, in New Hope that was never seen again until episode eight. And then they they kind of retconned it and gave it significance. His gold dice. Oh mm. yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a cool that's a cool thing to do. And I wish that there was I wish they did more of that. Like it was kind of like uh like in the in the in the first Chris Pratt uh, Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. where they go back to that old shed and it's the old um or like a, old jeep it? and it's the old jeep and everything the banners there. Yeah, but. It's it's I guess they did that to a lesser degree because they didn't actually give any meaning to it. But to take mm-hmm. in to take uh the gold dice that were in the rear view mirror of the Millennium Falcon in episode four and and they weren't talked about or anything and they weren't mentioned there it's blink and you miss them. And to give it weight genuine meaning. Yeah, I think I thought that was pretty cool. I think the only thing about the movie that I would have liked much more of was Thandi Newton's character. I am so disappointed that she got killed off early on. Uh, uh, the um, Woody Harrelson's wife-like character. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I, 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 was, I thoroughly I was enjoyed really her in Westworld. So and I, then she kind of just cashed out, which was sort of an unnecessary sacrifice. But, yeah, that's that's kind of where I was at. I, I would have liked them to have done character but i guess like they really needed it to progress woody harrelson's story along or something i don't know i i think that she should have been in much more of the movie than she Mm -hmm. was i think they needed to kill off a bunch of people at the beginning so that we wouldn't have as many character arcs at the end which i like i understand but i i think they could have done it in i'm with you a better way i also fucking uh, train heist though yeah uh, that's the uh, uh, to to really quickly follow up on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the uh, the train heist scene I thought was really really well done, and uh, one of the little tidbits that the uh, the like creative crew did for that uh, to make sure that the distance for the uh, um, the distance between the carts were like not wonky, I guess. Mm-hmm. They uh, they scoped it out and they actually made a couple of those trains and would like 
jump between them and jump on them to make sure that distance was like appropriate, like long enough that you couldn't just like hobble across, but like not so far away that it's physically impossible for anybody to jump, especially at this speed. Uh, So just, I thought that was a really, really interesting and cool little thing they did behind the scenes for it. Yeah. Now I'm done. So overall, um, pleased. Yes. Yeah. Good, not great. I'd say even to very good. Yeah, I'd give it like a yeah. like a seven point five. Maybe yeah, like, yeah, if, if I'm being super generous, maybe a, but solid seven and a half to eight. Yeah. Let's go with like a seven and three quarters. Depending on blood flow. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> How many ayahuasca fever dreams you've had recently? Things right. like that. Yep. Hey Ryan. I'm here. Great. You been geeking <laughs> on anything? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. Um, Joe's Hoopla account. One more time. Uh, uh, Joe's Hoopla account. I've been uh, I've been uh, rocking that pretty hard. Listen to a little uh, the Michael Connolly I had not listened to. Uh, the Black Box, which I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying. I think I've listened to that one. I just I. Uh, I just found it on the old uh, on the old hoopla, and then I also just downloaded uh, the Lies of Locke Lamora, um, which I haven't listened to. But uh, our good friend Lada is listed, is reading it currently, so I uh, took a waiver on it. Um, so yeah, I'm just I, honestly I've been uh, I've been doing a lot of driving, been doing a lot of uh, audio booking, and uh, I am uh, we just finished game two of uh, eight this week. In the uh, the the little league schedule, so wow. that's uh, that's a lot. Yeah, we got six games left uh, here in three days. So <laughs> asinine for uh, a ten yep. league. Just say so you no. Know. Yeah, yep. no, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. But uh, uh, my man Macklin uh, just got uh, his first ever save yesterday, so that was nice. Uh, that was an exciting day. Yeah, it was very cool. Did he strike uh, out the side? No, he did not. He did get. Uh, he did have one strikeout in two innings. Um, but more importantly, he, he uh, I think more important, he fielded it. He fielded his position. It's always well. clutch for a pitcher. Uh, uh, that he had two putouts at first, um, which I thought was great. And then he had a guy pop into a double play, which was also nice. Great. Love to pull a double so, play uh, in little league. Got himself the old game ball. Uh, was very excited. Cool. Very that was, nice. That was pretty neat. So. Yeah, man, uh, Little League Baseball and um, Joe's Hoopla account. That's what I'd be geeking on. Cool, cool, cool. How about you, nice. Joe? I, uh, uh, I've been watching a lot of Bob's Burgers. Okay. Nice. Uh, hard hard but, left. Uh, more, more importantly, and, and my much bigger uh, geek boner this week, has gone to uh, H. John Benjamin, uh, the voice of Bob and Archer, uh, has a jazz album out that I, sh- I shared with you guys titled Jazz Daredevil. <laughs> and uh, I'd say 40% of the tracks on the, uh, on the album are I Can't Play Piano, part one through four. <laughs> mm. That's awesome. It, does he play the piano on the album? Uh-huh. Fantastic. <laughs> God. So this is the dude who said, I can't play piano. I love jazz music. Mm-hmm. 
I have the means to just make jazz. Put That's together, luscious. I could put together an album. Uh, <laughs> yep. I'll have my I'll have my agent get a hold of a studio band. Mm-hmm. And we'll uh yeah, we'll go from there. Yep, yep. A lot of like uh, really good drums and trumpet music and then uh, some good some good saxophone and then him just like playing a piano like a cat walking across the keys. <laughs> so jazz music. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, that's all yeah, right. It's really good. And I uh, listen to the whole thing because it tells a story. <laughs> Does he sing? Uh, uh, not much. No. Okay. Uh, but it starts with uh, the very first uh, track is Deal with the Devil. And uh, it, it has to do with him trying to sell his soul so that he can make a jazz album. That's awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. I'm in. Yep. Yep. So Musical also, uh, I think track five is a uh, soft jazzer size. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> I didn't want to listen to it before, but yep. now I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> So if you like H. John Benjamin, I think you'll like the album. It's, it's I do, hilarious. I do like H. John Benjamin. Um, I, I laughed the entire time I was listening to it. And and honestly, the jazz is really good if you like jazz. Except so. for the piano part. Yeah, no, the piano's terrible, but it's funny. Okay. Cool. So. <laughs> I don't know why I hey, talked about that just then. What are you geeking on this week? Uh, okay, some, some moderate geeking. Um shaking up podcasts a little bit and uh, apparently uh, Richard Kiyosawa has a rich dad, poor dad podcast, uh, which I just was made aware of. So I'm giving that a spin uh, on some personal finance and growth and not quite as bad as 10 games in seven days, but we have had, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night games this week, which is stupid in its own right. So day three out of four of straight little league softball and baseball. Um, Watching a little college world series, softball and baseball. So with the kids and uh, yeah, so, so that's it. Um, Nice. Yeah. My, my youngest, uh, Smacked a two-run homer last night in the AU league. So that's always exciting when the little guys can crack one. So give him a little holler. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, he's pitched a scoreless inning. Did not get the win, but uh, did did his job. So, yeah, baseball, youth sports is a goat rodeo, but it's it's, can be a lot of fun. So podcasting and youth sports. Solid. Well done, Robert. Uh, so I have been going through and taking another crack at 2001, a space odyssey, the novel, uh, and have been, no, there was a novel. Oh yeah. The, uh, the movie was based on uh, a series of novels actually. Uh, Is that your, is that just how 9,000 to muse for your show character? Uh, no, I haven't even got to it yet because apparently the first, like 10 chapters follow the mandate. And so it's a lot of these monkeys trying to figure out what thought is and then killing a Jaguar. 
So <laughs> I'm gonna. It's like it's like playing <laughs> Assassin's Creed Three. <laughs> yep. Four, I mean. Yep. So uh, um, don't get me wrong. It's, what they do it's... is they put a monkey in the cage and they put a banana at the top of the ladder. Gets to the banana, they spray it with a hose. Then they introduce a second monkey, and when that monkey goes to get the banana, the first monkey beats the shit out of it because it doesn't want to spray it with the hose. Anyway, sorry. That was Pavlovian and and and, and dark, depressing. Uh, <laughs> so it's been uh, it's been a bit of that, and then uh, guys that I play uh, role playing games with on the uh, the weekends, a lot of D and D and stuff. We've actually decided that we're going to try and take a crack at the old Twitch machine and see if we can't do some video game streaming. So yeah, we're going to try, we're going to do a Nuzlocke run on Pokemon, which basically means that you're going to make Nick's head explode. (laughs) Yep. No, this is going to, this is going to be awful. But uh, so in Pokemon, normally you could just run around and catch all of these Pokemon and stuff. And it's great. Uh, and this one, uh, what happens is anytime that your Pokemon faints in battle, they're effectively dead and you have to release them. And you can oh. only catch like one Pokemon per area that you're in. And it's the first Pokemon that you run into. So it takes the game and something that's normally really fun and just makes it grueling. So I'm really excited about that. Doesn't- a, true, a true Nuzlocke run. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, my man... My man Jason Hayward just did a just hit a fucking grand slam to win the game. My man, nice. Sorry about that guy. I had to interrupt you, Rob. That's a, <laughs> you're fine. I my man. That. So yeah, uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey, and then using the Twitch machine to play Pokemon. 415 footer. Don't doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I I mean I assume there's a way to beat your rival in the first battle you have but don't you usually lose the first battle you have i mean not if you don't suck i suck so does that <laughs> well, mean i have to give up my first battle? that means that you, you need to am- you basically means if you lose the first battle you just go ahead and restart the game <laughs> and start over fair because <laughs> as soon as you lose all of the pokemon you effectively lose and you have to you're done with your game so right. That was so much that it caused Nick's head to literally explode and leave the call. <laughs> no, he did. He did. He left. Well, the so, second you said, we're going to do a Sunday Twitch Nuzlocke run. It's like, he was like he put yep, his, he put the I'm done. Gun in his mouth and just got off discord. So we can do that. I, I promised him 38 minutes. It's been 42. <laughs> <laughs> you said Nuzlocke. Yep. That was what did it. I was good until you said we're going to give Twitch a try on an old Nuzlocke run. And he said, yep, I'm fuck out. this. I'm out. Maybe he's probably <laughs> out in two weeks. I bet he's two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so go like us on Facebook and the Twitter machine and Five subscribe stars. to our podcast. Give us many stars and talk about how Nick's a dick. Uh, also, go to our Patreon, if you so please, and give us monies if you support us. That way we can do things and stuff. And mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. <laughs> Maybe someday we could have our own jazz album. <laughs> I don't know why we're not. God, that would be fantastic. Um, bring whatever instrument you'd like to play on the upcoming GeekCast Live jazz album. 
I've got a friend that works at the uh, music hall at Purdue. He could get me maracas, finger symbols, a te- yeah, Ooh, a whatever. Yep, I want an. I want just just a recorder. one. <laughs> yep, I love Bye. it. <laughs> Toodles. Next week on Geek Cast. Wait for it. Live. Looking for Craig Sager. Uh Uh-huh. Check this.